Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you to the ESW, Jay, Tempest, Brianna Lynn, Daddy J, Fabe, Embers, William P, Lady, Claire, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, John M, Cassie, Primal Empress, Kaze, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Slut Queenie, Alice Dash, Totoro and Bunnykins, Butte Payne, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Jam Today, and Run for Cover. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, Patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. In BDSM, the letter D represents domination, but it also represents discipline. And for many people, discipline means you have rules in your dynamic And then there are consequences for breaking those rules. Consequences some people refer to as punishment. Some people just use the word consequence. Not everyone feels, though, that rules and punishments even need to be a part of their dynamic. But for some people, myself included, I enjoy it. I like having a set of rules because there's no guessing game for me. This is what is right. This is what is wrong. I don't have to think about it or worry about it. And I accept if I break a rule, there's a consequence. It really works with my OCD Virgo brain. The organization, the patterns of it. Yeah. Yeah. So weirdly enough, like I like the idea of consequences. Uh, and I think that comes from my job. Uh, there are consequences. If you don't do something right, there's a freaking consequence. And I've come up with some real good ones, I will say. But in my dynamic, I don't know that I really have any. I, I don't remember. Do you have things that are would be considered behavior modification? Because you don't always have to have punishments for behavior modification. No. Yeah. I mean, there are, when I've posted about rules and punishments and stuff, I get feedback from some people who said, we don't have that in our, in our dynamic. Some people will say, we don't do punishments, we, we do rewards. Some people will say, we don't do either. We don't have, I really, I don't think I, I think I'm in that category. I don't, I don't think I have either. Yeah. I mean, they're not a necessity. They're not a requirement. Again, kink is customizable. So if you don't want to do rules with consequences, Mm -hmm. that's acceptable. Yeah. I don't have anything like that. So are you allowed to be disrespectful to daddy? (laughs) Allowed? (laughs) No. Do I do it anyway? Yes. Okay, so then is there a consequence if you're disrespectful to him? Yeah, he play glares at me and goes, don't do that to daddy. And then I look at him and go, why not? So so in other words, the answer is no. No, there's no consequence whatsoever. And for some people, the rules are not 
need to be in bed at this time, need to do this, need to do that. The rules are basically about respect. And if you're not respectful, you don't talk to your dominant respectfully, there's going to be some consequences. I can I can see how that would work for certain people. And I think that's what I wanted when daddy and I first started. Like I said, okay, what are the rules? Give me some rules. And then we quickly just kind of like, they sort of fell by the wayside. They don't, they didn't really do anything. Yeah, there's a level of responsibility as the dominant. If you're going to set up rules and consequences that you have to enforce them. Mm -hmm. And it's a little extra work. Yeah. And you have to just decide if you want to put forth that effort and maybe a dominant doesn't. Or maybe the submissive doesn't want to have that level of control either. I mean, controlling your submissive's behavior is an extra level of control that you can choose not to incorporate into your dynamic. Well, I think the thing is with me and my husband, like he's my husband. And that dynamic is a is a kind of a layer within our whole relationship. The, the daddy little dynamic and the husband wife relationship are layers of the same thing. And so like, I respect him as my husband, he respects me as his wife. But I've sure as hell mess around with him mm-hmm. as my daddy. And if I disrespect my husband or if I do something that we have agreed is not, you know, part of our thing, I get the look. The disappointed look. Oh, yeah. I've gotten that from daddy too, but it's more play. Right. Than anything else. And it's it's just like it's a little giggly thing that we do now because – um. I think I've started to become more bratty. Just become? To, well, to you, I've always been bratty. But to him, <laughs> like, we just have this very teasy relationship. So he'll come up to me and he'll spank my ass just randomly. It's not a punishment. It's just a, hey, there's an ass. I want to grab it kind of situation. And I'm like, don't do that. That's not for you to do. And he goes, yeah, it is. And then we just go from there. It's... He, he has absolute permission to just spank my ass and grab well, it. yeah. But it's just, there's no actual punishment that involves spanking. There's no punishment that involves, I mean, I get the disappointed look sometimes, but. When you guys sat down and set up the parameters of your dynamic, were there behaviors of yours you wanted his help to modify? <laughs> yeah, um, the water thing. And how, and what, what did you want to accomplish? I wanted to drink more water. And what did you set up to, for him to help you achieve that? He makes me water. Okay. And if you don't <laughs> drink it, what happens? He gives it to me at the end of the night and says, finish it. And if you don't, what happens? I throw up. You throw up if you don't finish it? Yeah. If I'm drinking that much water and I can't finish it, I can't hold that much damn water. No, he never, I don't get punished for not finishing the entire thing of water. It's it's a constant thing that we're working on. He helps me. He reminds me. He set up an app on my phone to remind me. Like we have several things, but I don't get like something taken away because I didn't finish my water for the day. I don't get a spanking or anything like that. It's just a, okay, do better tomorrow, princess. And that is an absolutely valid way to do things. Mm-hmm. It's not the way everybody wants to. Nope. I I appreciate set rules with set consequences. So there's no guessing game for me. I know it's going to happen. And it helps. It motivates me. It helps motivate me 
a lot of times for me, the consequence of daddy is disappointed in you is enough motivation because I hate that. God, yes. I've, I've experienced that. When I didn't do exercises for a day after I kept promising him that I would, I got the disappointed look. He didn't even say a word. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. And it was like 10 o'clock at night and I went down and I biked. <laughs> but behavior modification is a relatively common part of DS dynamics. It works for a lot of people. And there's different kinds of behavior modification. There's your positive reinforcement where you're basically offering a reward for good behavior. I like that one. Right? The reward can reinforce, strengthen the positive association with the action, thus making it more attractive. And for a lot of people, they prefer a reward system. Yeah, that's that's been a thing for a really long time in um, in psychology. You get you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Yeah. You know? So negative reinforcement is when a behavior is reinforced by the absence of something negative. So for example, the negative reinforcement in your case would be drinking your water because if you don't, you're going to if you if you don't drink it properly throughout the day and you try to drink it at night, you're going to throw up. Well, so the reinforcement is you don't want to throw up. You well, want okay. to take that negative thing of throwing up away. Right. So the other thing with that is the whole reason we started this is not just because normal, you know, everybody needs to drink water to be healthy and everything. It's because we found out that that's when I get the, the migraines the most mm -hmm. is when I'm dehydrated. Okay. See, so there is your what's called a negative reinforcement. Behave would be a natural consequence, though? Natural consequence would be considered a negative reinforcement. Okay. It's just one that happens naturally versus one that's given. Okay. But they're both negative reinforcements. Got you. Right? So, like, that's the thing. I don't have to guzzle it at the end of the night and drink too much and then accidentally throw up versus, like, if I don't drink it at all and I end, I, then I end up getting a migraine. Yeah. Okay. There's positive punishment. That, Which not everybody's going to consider. But in this case, we're talking about positive means giving, negative taking away. Okay. But positive, so positive punishment sounds like an oxymoron. Well, right. Because you're thinking positive is like a happy thing versus right. as a giving thing. In, in addition to. Right. Okay. So like think about a po you have positive and negative on a battery. There's nothing good or bad about the negative versus the positive side. They're yeah. It just doesn't matter which side you lick. It's going to tingle. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I had to say it. Help. Just to have that Send look on your face. help. <laughs> How many episodes in a row have you said that now? A lot. <laughs> Seems to be a common theme. I just, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. See, it's funny because you're stealing my notes. Because right there are my notes. This can be a confusing one. How can punishment be positive? See? I'm just you without even reading my notes. You are I am on. reading them. I'm just I'm reading so them impressed. faster than you're talking. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. Nobody can do much faster than I can talk. <laughs> I can read pretty fast. <laughs> okay. So positive punishment would be something like a spanking or corner time or you can't watch your favorite movie. Mm, that's taking away though. Gotcha. You're right. So that would be a negative punishment. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Well, once you explained that it's taking away is negative and adding is positive, you said you're taking away a movie. I'm like, okay, that's negative. Ah, stop trying to confuse me. Sorry. All right, so then let's talk about negative punishment. Okay, let's do that. Negative punishment is the act of removing something as a consequence. So you can't watch your negative. You can't watch your negative. You can't watch your movie. God, you've got me so fucking confused at this point. 
Yes. That that's because that's why you don't like batteries. <laughs> no, you don't because it's a confusion. <laughs> and I can confused. honestly say I've never looked a battery. Okay, well, I can honestly say I haven't either. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that, but I was going to say it explains so much if you had. Yeah, it's a little coppery and... Uh, no, I'm kidding. I've licked people with electro. Does that count? Because then they're the battery. I don't know. They're You're actually, the electro expert. You tell me. I mean, it's not actual metal. It's skin, but they are electrified and it does tingle. Okay, but which part of them is the positive and which part of them is the negative? It depends on their personality. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. If they're being a grumpy bitch, they're negative. (laughs) So in other words, I'm negative. Yes. Yeah. And then other people who are enjoying it, they're positive. There we go. (laughs) Which is everybody except Rara. No, that's not true. There are a few others like me who do not have this obsession and love for Electra that you do. They just don't have the right spark. The same way, I'm ignoring that completely, (laughs) the same way there are people like me who have an obsession and love for needles and staples and blood and people like you who don't. She's she's glaring at me right now. It's it's not going to work. I'm resistant. To my glare? Yeah, I know you are. Get it, resistant. I know, I'm ignoring all of these. Do you notice? Do you notice? I'm I'm ignoring all of your your battery jokes. Yeah, no, we're going to move on now. Okay. Okay. She just doesn't understand you guys. She's just, she's not there. Because I'm not a nerd. Yeah? Yeah. So? You say that like that's something to be proud of. Uh, It's not a thing that to be proud of or not to be proud of. It's just a fact. (laughs) I would never say you shouldn't be proud of being a nerd. If you are a nerd, you should absolutely be proud of that dorks geeks and nerds unite i think that's great you should okay form a union rara has never what was it that you said yesterday that you've never done and everybody looked at you like you were fucking oh rara has never been to the renaissance fair yeah what kind of human being one who's not a big fan of really big crowds like that because here's what happens i'm little as we all know right i go to these crowds People don't look down when they're walking. They look at eye level. I am not at their eye level. I get run over. Okay, but can you imagine the outfit that you would look so good in with your tits? That well, prominent? yeah, if everybody looked down, that would be fine. Sweetie, but- if you were wearing a corset and like that was in the skirt thing that people normally wear, they would not be able to resist looking Here's down. Here's the stupid thing. I really was planning to finally go because they're of the three biggest Renaissance fairs in the United States... I've lived where two of them happen and uh-huh. still have never gone. The hell? So I was going to go. And then COVID. I know. COVID ruined everything. I get it. So It's still very disappointing that you have never been to a Ren Fair. Have you ever been to a football game? Once. Professional, college, high school? High school. Yeah. It was boring. I've been to Pee Wee League. I've been to high school. I've been to college. You have I've been kids. to... Not, it's not why I went to college games. I had season tickets my senior year of college. Okay, but the Pee Wee won. We went to the Rose Bowl. I was at the Rose Bowl. We went, uh, and then, of course, I've been to the professional games. So I don't look at you and think, what the fuck's wrong with you? You've never been to a football I game. I have been to a football game. So you can't say that. Yeah. I've been to middle school football games because I, ha- I, I know people. Been to baseball games? Been to hockey games? Been to basketball games? Yes. Which which one of those is the yes to? Basketball. <laughs> I, mean, 
I had to sell <laughs> tickets. So again, college, high school, middle school, not mentioning. Yeah. I went to. I've, I've been to high school musicals, not high school musical, but like high schools that I, put on musicals. Theater, high school the- theater. theater. Yeah, I've been to high school theater. Have you been to Broadway? Yes. Okay. Good Thank God. All right. So Have now you, that we're done nerding out, I'm just saying is, is there's things that I've done that you've never done, <laughs> guys. Once again, this is part of my kink to shame Ra Ra. <laughs> and again, this is part of my kink to not give a flying fuck. <laughs> I'm totally okay with being the token non-nerd. <laughs> Every group should have one, right? It used to be the other way where you had the token nerd. Yeah, not now it's the other now way around. The other way around. <laughs> I am the token non-nerd. For a long time, I was the token straight person too. But I took care of that. I'm not straight exactly. I'm crooked for sure. <laughs> crooked? She's a little bent. <laughs> I'm crooked. <laughs> God, no. I'm not going to say it. Mm-mm. Go nope. ahead. You know you want to. She's the little old lady with the crooked stuff. Hobbling <laughs> around like an old witch. Fairy tale reference. Anyway. Okay. I don't get that one either. So it's all good. All right. So before you introduce any type of behavior modification into your dynamic, you need to sit down and negotiate crazy talk right what did we do an episode on negotiation at one point sometime sounds familiar i kind of feel like we did right so let's talk about what you need to negotiate all right let's do that all right so one of the things you should negotiate is what behaviors should you be modifying or do you want to modify exactly I've, I usually go into a new dynamic and I say to my partner, I, I need a bedtime. Yeah, you, you mentioned that a few times because on your own, you suck at it. Yeah, well, I, because I will stay up all damn fucking night. I mean, I am, I read before I go to sleep every night. And as I'm sure if you're a reader, you understand, you play that game. One more chapter. Yeah. I'm just going to read one more chapter and then I'm going to go to bed. So I once grabbed a copy of The Hunger Games because they wanted to know what the hype was about. Yeah? And How late did you stay up? I So at the time, my partner was working third shift. Mm-hmm. So he came home really early and I was still, still awake. Late. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing awake? And I was like, it was a really good book. Right? And then the, then what they've done to me now, which is just cruel. So I don't, I only read ebooks, which means it tells you at the bottom of the ebook, not only the percentage you're into in the book. But it figures out your reading speed and tells you how long it's going to take till you finish the book. So now you kind of go, oh, I'll be done with the book in 25 minutes. I'm just going to finish the damn book. Mm-hmm. Now you're up all fucking ass night. Yeah. So while, yes, I'm a grown ass adult who should know, you need to go to bed at a certain time because you're going to wake up at six o'clock in the morning. It If I have a dynamic with a partner who says, not only do you have to go to bed at this time, but then this is going to be a consequence if you don't. I, for whatever reason, I'm more likely to actually go to sleep when I'm supposed to. Yeah, you have somebody telling you to do it, you're more likely to do it. Um, I, on the other hand, just kind of naturally start passing out at about nine. I've never needed a bedtime. And I- and this is the polar opposite. Ever since I started my big girl job, like becoming an adult after college and you get your, you know, your actual big girl job, um, that's when my bedtime started. Before that, I, w- I could sleep all morning and be up all night was not a problem. And then once I actually became an adult and had to work for a living, that completely switched. Yeah. So, all right. So now you've identified what behaviors you want to modify. Next question is, how are you going to modify them? Punishment or reward? Negative punishment 
positive punishment. punishment. I learned this. Negative reward, positive what reward. What the fuck is a negative reward? I don't know. I was just going with the whole positive negative thing. That makes no sense. Well, all right. Never mind. Okay. No, I'm sorry. It just really <laughs> threw me because I was like, did I miss something? I really, honest to God, thought well, that was a thing no. that I missed. No, because, it, all right, if we're going with positive or negative being giving or taking away, let's say, for example, you do a reward star chart. Mm-hmm. I've earned five stars, but you need to get 10 stars to get the reward. I don't follow the rule that day. You take one of my stars away. Oh, my God. That's a thing. Yeah. That's so bad. You can't take a star away. I earned it. Right. But if you break the rule, you could negotiate and this has to be negotiated. Now, you obviously would tell during the negotiations you can't take the star away. No, you do not take the star. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm sorry. This is just theoretical. Oh, okay. We're not okay. actually taking away your stars. I don't even have stars. We're and that was like, hyping <laughs> me out here. Oh, my God. She's having a panic attack over <laughs> Don't take my sticker. <laughs> I earned that sticker. Wow. If you could see the panic that crossed her face. You're taking away my star? You my fucking, theoretical sticker? <laughs> you fucking bitch. What the hell is your sick, twisted problem? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm like falling over. <laughs> Wow, I didn't mean to upset you so much. It's okay. Like, I've bad-mouthed Electro, and she laughs at me, but I mentioned taking away a theoretical sticker that doesn't actually exist, and she's having a fucking meltdown. Because I earned that theoretical (laughs) sticker, theoretically. Well, you theoretically earned it. I'm so sorry. How many different ways can we say theoretical (laughs) Alleged. We could say alleged. Okay. You're alleged star that I've allegedly taken away. <laughs> As I choke to death. Oh, man. Okay. Mm. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm not. You've that never been funny. sorry for trying to kill that me. That was so funny, though. <gasps> okay. Well, no, I can't kill you because remember, we've already established if one of us dies, this podcast ends. That's accurate <laughs> so i really don't want you to die okay so i need a understudy sound engineer <laughs> person for rah rah just in case i die and apparently we need an understudy social media manager in case i die yeah you're not taking over the social media doing it. i can see you kind of learning how to do the audio thing you'd have to quit your actual job yeah because doing all of this by yourself would you know probably give you a coronary but as far as me doing social media <laughs> We don't want that. No, we really don't. I would just forget. I can't even do social media for my own shit. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. That so, would would that be the punishment? Making or me the, do social media? Or the reward? See, here we go. Reward is I don't make you do it. I just earn that reward all the time. Yeah. No, no, no. Your reward is you don't make me do social media. Because <laughs> it would God, be a disaster. It would, it would piss me off. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't want that. All right. So what about specific kinds of rewards or punishments that you use? Exactly. That's what you didn't have to negotiate. Maybe you're ne- you're negotiating a theoretical sticker chart. <laughs> Can you imagine if I'm in your negotiations? No, I don't need a real sticker chart. It's just in my head. Yeah. No, I'd have a notebook and I'd be, I'd be making tick marks. <laughs> I don't actually need the stickers, but just a tick mark, a check mark. And I, yeah. I've done it. I, somebody sent me... Um, from our from our Patreon, they sent us a picture of a mug that they said, this calls for a spreadsheet. Yes. Because they like it made them think of me. And so I would totally have an Excel spreadsheet for my 
<laughs> for my reward, for my check marks going, look, I did it, check. Yeah, and then there's me who would go on Etsy and find the perfect sticker chart for me and and then go on Amazon and find the perfect stickers. Because yeah. as much as I love Daddy, sometimes the stickers he picks out are not not good stickers. Agree. I mean, no offense. To, it's not your daddy in particular. I think it's men just don't understand the importance. Or many well, men don't understand well, the importance of a good sticker. The um, the caregivers don't understand the importance of a good sticker. And I honestly, okay, so here's the thing. If you're going to use a sticker chart, please just let the little choose their own stickers. Yeah, because my stickers would not be the same as Dara's stickers. Nope. Mine will be pink and glittery. Nope. <laughs> Mine will be like unicorns or something. But I found pink glittery unicorn star stickers. Just saying. Okay. Well, what I'm what I'm trying to say is if you let the little pick out their own stickers, if you're going to use a sticker chart, they're more likely to want them because they yeah. genuinely like those stickers that they picked. Mm -hmm. And then it's not sufficient enough. To, I mean, some for some littles, they may say, oh, the stickers are sufficient. Mm -hmm. But for many of us, it would be like, no, the stickers represent, let's say you need to get 10 stickers to then get this reward. Nail polish. Well, we're going to go through a whole long list of potential rewards. But that's what you have to talk about. Maybe um, you're going to have to decide, do you want to do punishments instead? Mm -hmm. So of rewards. Ra -ra, well, like, and I think for you, it would work if you had both. I like both. You know, it depends. I, I like rules where, for me, it's rules where I get punished if I don't follow them. Then there's tasks that if I do, I get rewarded for doing. Mm -hmm. And they're two different things. I think it's really funny because I'm just, I'm kind of remembering and thinking of different things that I've gotten rewarded. I don't think I earn any of them. I honestly think it's just daddy being like, hey, I want this. Um, You've been a good girl. Do you want this? Do you, you've earned this. And it like as his way of convincing me that we should go do this. Well, but you said you haven't really sat down and come up with rules that you're supposed to be not consistently, no. But like, he'll do something like, you've had a really tough week and you handled it really well, baby girl. I think we should go get you some sweet frog. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think those kind of rewards are great. But just it's because. Random. Well, but they make that more fun. That's true. But I think he honestly does it because he wants ice cream. And he's using my good behavior as the excuse. I'm totally okay with that if it gets me ice cream too. <laughs> uh, let's see. He's done that with hot chocolate. Excellent choice. That man makes really good hot chocolate. Mm -hmm. Let's see. We've done frozen yogurt. I'm, I don't just randomly get stuffies. Those, yeah. those are reserved for like birthday presents. Okay. Even though I have a list on Amazon of the stuffies that I want. You have a stuffy wish list? I do. I respect that. Yeah. It's just on my wish list. I should change it to stuffy wish list and then send it to everybody. Well, that'll be good. Around your birthday would be perfect. Right. So we know what to get you. So the next thing you're going to, you need to talk about is when will these punishments happen? Because some people, the punishment happens as soon as the crime happens. The crime? <laughs> <laughs> only if you get caught. True. It's only illegal if you get caught. Some people take the punishments and let's say if it's somebody who you don't live with, mm -hmm. you have a punishment day. So every week when you get together, first you go over all the, you know, maybe the submissive has kept a notebook 
of what rules they've broken that week. Transgressions. Transgressions. You like, I like that, that better? That. Okay. Mm-hmm. You talk about when transgressions have happened and the punishment is delivered. According to whatever the transgression was. Right. Okay. And it is very possible to have different punishments or rewards for the different rules. Okay. So instead of just everything being on a sticker chart. Well, for example, so let's say my bedtime, right? Right. Instead of a punishment for my bedtime, I would more likely, let's say, have a re- have a reward for it. So if I've gone to bed on time, I get a sticker. And once I get 10 stickers, I get this reward. But if I am disrespectful to my dog, that earns me the punishment. Okay. Right? So you can incorporate both. It's never an either or. You can always have the and. I'm a big believer in the and. <laughs> because I'm selfish and I want it all. <laughs> that would be the which princess is also, mentality. Which is also out of... High School Musical 2. I want it all. You know what I can't get over with that one? What? The girl's name is Sharpay. She does. And she sings, fabulous, simply fabulous. And that's when she says she wants it all. Yeah. But but Sharpay. Yeah, that's her name, Sharpay. It's a dog. So? It's an ugly ass wrinkly dog. Uh-huh. No offense to anybody that actually owns a Sharpay. So, I mean, they're so cute. You can be ugly ass Weekly and still be cute, right? I, mean, I, I like to think of that when I look in my mirror every I mean, morning. Hugs, hugs are ugly ass motherfuckers that are still cute. Exactly. I I don't know. I just I lost it when I heard that. I I never ever seen High School Musical. I still to this day have not seen it. I refuse. Ooh, nope. challenge accepted. Mm. Oh. Then I will come up with one for you. I think- no. What? I know that look. What? No. What? What? Look we are is not that? filming me for the patrons oh, watching no, no, High School that Musical. That wasn't the look. No, no, uh-huh. no, 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 no. There's no. something in there. No, I was thinking we need to do a punishment challenge. Oh shit! What? You guys come up with the punishments. We are going to, and we're going to ask you guys to oh, decide fuck. who's the winner for this one. Ah! Uh! And Dara, it's going to be up to you to not edit it out. Mm-hmm. And cheat. Can I refrain from using the word so more than Dara can refrain from using the word interesting? What? That can't be in this episode, though. That has to start next episode. Well, right. I'm putting it out there. It's going to start next episode. And Fuck. we will do it for four episodes. And then we will take a poll. And whoever the listeners feel wins. The other one has to watch choosing so if you lose i make you watch a high school musical that you haven't seen and if i lose you'll make me watch my little ponies okay the entire season of my little ponies okay so that's the challenge (laughs) okay so interesting (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to go "Mm okay so i'm not going to be able to edit out the so's you cannot cheat and edit out the so's and the interesting that's that's not fair because i don't like the so's and i edit them out a lot because they bug me (laughs) but you don't edit out your interesting no because that's a word (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) well like because so is a is a placeholder like um Yes. Interesting is like, oh, that's interesting. No, not the way you use it. You use it as a placeholder. (laughs) 
interesting. Don't fuck with me. You use it as a goddamn placeholder. <laughs> when you're trying to be polite and think of what you're going to say next, you go, interesting. So here's the thing. I just so yeah pictured one of our patrons in particular, the one that likes purple a lot. Oh, yes. With an episode and a notebook going tick, 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 Good. tick. Let her do that. <laughs> Violet, we are asking for your help. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, Violet. That's the first thing I thought of. I think that's excellent, Violet. You have voluntold for oh. the job of of ticker ticker. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> we might need to let her know before this episode airs. Oh, I think it'll be so much more fun if she just listens and finds out. Mm, okay. Uh, just we, so you know, you heard it here. That's Rara. That's her fault. Uh, I will take it. Okay. But it's your fault you thought of her to do it. Yeah, that's true. No, I just, that was the first thing that popped in my head. That was what I was just picturing. It's not, I didn't volunteer tell her. You did. <laughs> Back to our <laughs> notes. Are we? Are we? We're still in the market, guys, for a podcast dom. Just letting y'all know. Apparently, we cannot do it. Well, okay. So, (laughs) damn it! (laughs) No, it's not me that has to cut out the sews. That's true. All right. So the interesting. (laughs) We're just gonna fuck everything up now. Thing is, though, the next thing on our list to talk about is making the punishment fit the crime, right? And I kind of feel like that does tie into what we just did. In what sense? Well, because we keep talking about how we keep having to stop saying interesting or saying yeah. so. And so we've literally just punished ourselves and like. To break the habit? To break the habit. Yes. So I. And because I'm just that good of a dominant. I figured this out. Sure. Yeah. Or maybe you're just that cruel. Why is that separate? Why can't I be both? Okay. Remember, I like the and, Porque not the no or. I like the and, not the or. But we we just made this whole thing about. The a punishment fitting our cra- does does that challenge torturing each other with things that we don't want to watch does that actually fit this crime yes I think it does How? because doesn't it torture us to keep hearing the same words so interesting you said you take them out because you hate hearing them yes so that is a form of torture to me you don't have to listen to them no but I feel that way about the interesting when I'm listening to the episode <laughs> and you go interesting I'm like oh god there she goes again <laughs> Therefore, can I still cut out the ums? Absolutely, because nobody likes those. Nobody likes ums. Therefore, I think the punishment totally fits the crime. And to our next point, it falls within our limits. I'm not sure watching High School Musical falls within my limits. I think that's red for me. Um, Bull fucking shit. (laughs) Do you remember what happened when you just made me watch one single musical Lemonade Mouth. You were so wrong in how you felt about it. Lemonade Mouth is Lemonade Mouth. Because we finished dinner. By the way, guys, she made me watch Lemonade Mouth during the recording of our very first episode. We broke for dinner and then we went up and watched it during dinner. Oh, God. That was a really long time ago. The good old days. Yeah, when we were in my basement instead of yours. Woo, big change. (laughs) Well, maybe if you could get your dog to stop barking and your husband to stop clomp, clomp, clomp up and down stairs, we could have recorded there. It was pretty bad. Yeah. It was pretty bad. But in in all seriousness, you need to know what your submissive's limits are before you set up the punishments and the rewards because you can't punish them with something that they won't accept. 
you can't punish them with a spanking if they don't like pain. Well, unless unless they agree to it. Like, I know people that don't like pain because if they do like pain, then it's not a punishment. It's useless. That's their thought process on that. But they have to accept that this is a punishment. You can't just willy-nilly say, I'm going to spank you as a punishment. And they're like, no. And then they do it anyway. Right. But if you... I don't think you want your submissive to be afraid. No. It's one thing to say, you don't, I don't want you to be, I don't want you to be disappointed in me. So I'm going to follow the rules versus I'm afraid of my dom. So I'm going to follow the rules because I'm afraid. Yeah. If you're doing that, I don't want to be hit. I'm afraid of that. That's not a power dynamic. That's abusive. Yeah. There's, there is a difference. Speaking of which, there's a couple of very solid rules when it comes to punishments and behavior modification. Number one, never, ever, ever punish your submissive when you are angry. No. And if that means postponing the punishment until you've calmed down, then that's what you do. Because there is no reason ever to take your anger out on your submissive. There is a difference between taking your anger out on somebody for doing something that you view as wrong versus a BDSM kinky punishment. Exactly. And sometimes you have to say to your submissive, I need a break. I need to calm down. But you have earned a punishment and it will happen once I've calmed down and I can do it. Never, ever do it when you are angry. Aftercare. Aftercare should still happen after a punishment. And, and I'm going to repeat this so you understand, taking away aftercare as a punishment is completely unacceptable. 100%. That, again, is abuse. That's just straight up mentally abusive and emotionally abusive right there. Putting it out there, just saying it. Even if, so like, Rara and I both agree, aftercare is not naturally our thing. And we don't necessarily offer it every single time. But if the sub needs it, the sub gets aftercare. And especially after a punishment. Because here you've basically punished your submissive because they've done the wrong thing. You're obviously disappointed and upset that they've done the wrong thing. They need to know that the punishment has happened. The slate is clean. You are no longer upset and disappointed with them. And that's part of the aftercare is talking about it. I remember punishing, I had a submissive who I put in corner time because they did not complete a task in the time frame that they had been given. And afterward, our aftercare wasn't even cuddles and hugs. It was to sit down and talk about it. Mm -hmm. Because part of what I asked her to do during her corner time is think about why she did not complete the task in the time frame and what could she do next time so that she does complete the task it's in the time frame. more of a reflection. So our aftercare was to sit down and discuss where I asked her, why do you think I was upset and felt you needed the punishment? Where did this go wrong? How can you do better next time? And for me to explain to her, slate is clean. I will not bring this up again. It will not come up again. And we start over. I like it. Mm -hmm. Safe words and punishments. There's been some question as to whether or not you can use a safe word during a punishment. And what is the answer, Dara? Yes, you can. Absolutely. 
That doesn't mean you can use the safe word to get out of the punishment. So, like, if your punishment is spanking and you have earned 10 spankings for whatever it is that you did, and uh, let's say you even negotiate it's at 80% strength if you want to get super detailed. I'm just going with stuff here. If you get to, like, 7 or 8 and you just cannot take it anymore, you can say your safe word and stop it. You should then, if you do that, you should then say, I need a minute. My ass needs to recover. Can we save the two or whatever it is you need to negotiate or just explain, okay, I can't do this. I need to stop. I'm sorry. Can we come up with an alternative for the last two? That's entirely acceptable. Maybe, for instance, if you did punishments to say to your dom, I know we're supposed to have a punishment, but I can feel the onset of a migraine. So I'm using my safe word now because Mm -hmm. now I'm in no condition. To, to do this punishment. And the dominant says, okay, and we'll reschedule it. Right. I, I don't believe in you safe word permanently out of a punishment. Personally. Others may have a difference of opinion. If I have a submissive who is constantly safe wording so that they don't have to do a punishment, it's going to make me stop and say, all right, we have a problem with our system here. Mm-hmm. Is the problem with the system is the problem that you're not taking it seriously enough and you think, I don't have to do the punishments, I'll just keep safe wording and then I don't have to do it, in which case I may say to you, I don't think you're putting the effort into this dynamic that I am, so we're not going to work. We Figure it out, what's going on. But I have zero problem with somebody who is safe wording at the time because they don't feel that, well, emotionally they're in a bad place. Physically, they're in a bad place and they understand they're using the safe word to put a temporary halt on the punishment, but something's still going to happen later when they are in the place to deal with it. I also don't see a problem with collecting interest if you do pause it. Again, that's a great idea if you negotiate it. Right. That has to be, you can't just say, okay, but if you pause it now, I'm going to collect interest on it later and you owe me two extra spankings. That's not how that works. In the beginning of you negotiating with your uh, with your other person, with your partner, and you do the punishment negotiation, you can say, all right, you have every right to safe word. I would like to collect interest. And if the person says, no, that's not how this is going to work. I will. I accept that pause and we'll come back to it later. And it'll be a temporary pause on the punishment. But I don't accept that I will be collecting interest every time I pause. Then you don't. Yeah, I mean, that's something I probably wouldn't use unless I'm finding somebody who is safe running out of punishments too often. Well, that's actually what made me think of it. Like, I would start to get a little suspicious and I'd be like, okay, but if we do that, I'm going to collect interest on it. And if they're okay with that, I, I don't know. And I think, you know, as I said, some people don't necessarily believe in punishments. That's not their thing. And maybe they'll agree to it up front because they think the dominant wants it. They think they're supposed to have that in a dynamic. And so they're constantly safe wording though, because they really don't. That's why you need to sit and talk about it. If you find a pattern of safe wording out of punishments and you need to discuss it. But here's the important part. They still get to safe word. Yep. And you have to accept that they've safe worded and you have to honor their safe word. Yep. Just because you don't want to stop doesn't mean that they have to continue. And just because you're questioning why they want to stop doesn't matter. You still stop. 
Once then, somebody says that magic word, it's done. And then you figure it out. And again, it's all about negotiation, conversation, comp- compromise. I almost said composition. Yeah, I almost said it would have rhymed. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what my brain was trying to do. <laughs> we need to come up with like Dr. Seuss of this stuff so it all rhymes. Oh my God, a Dr. Seuss BDSM book, please. Oh yeah. Can somebody please write that? Let's do that. We, should we do that? We'll just add it to our very, very long list of things we want to accomplish. I don't think I want to do that. I can't draw like Dr. Seuss. Well, no, we have to find somebody else who can. Oh. We happen to know somebody who does. We do? We know somebody who draws. Oh, yeah, we do. They yeah. might be interested in putting working with us on a book, you know, written by, illustrated by. Okay. That's an interesting idea for the future discussion. Fascinating idea, too. Uh-oh. It's a good thing you didn't say interesting. No, because I'm going to try to find other words other than interesting. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about idea or um actually no, let's talk about fun- punishment versus punishment. Yes, I see a lot of people who will be like I'm just going to break the rules so that they spank me. Because I, I really want to spank him. That would be you. No, it actually wouldn't be me because I'm such a fucking rule follower. I wouldn't I wouldn't break a rule just for spanking. Plus anybody who would be my dominant knows I would like spankings too much and would never make a spanking a punishment. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. See, that's the thing with masochists. Taking away my, that's my, there's my negative reinforcement. You take it away from me. I think I did that to you once. It's actually in a recording of an episode where I told you I wasn't going to hit you if you didn't finish the fucking episode. Yes. And then at the end of the episode, you You were like, okay, can you hit me now? (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying is, is, and that's why you have to know you're submissive know what they like and what they don't like because yes for somebody like you a spanking might be a punishment Mm -hmm. for me that's the reward that would be what i'd want after i get 10 stickers (laughs) 10 spankings i want spankings you get a spanking for each sticker you earn yes please (laughs) or two spankings even better (laughs) got her face right now (laughs) right and i i'm not a look some people love brats as submissives. I personally don't have the time nor energy to de- deal with a brat as my submissive. You, I you don't deal mind with one as your co-host. Well, I don't mind a fun, sassy, brassy attitude. What? <laughs> brat and sassy. I like it. Brassy I attitude. Like it. It's fun. And I'm I like the given the give and take back and forth. But ultimately, if I'm making a rule, you're gonna fucking follow the rule. Mm-hmm. Because Guess what? We have sat down. We've negotiated it. You've agreed to it. Don't fucking now back out of it. I've actually broken up with people about that. I've broken up with with subs for not following rules one too many times. And uh, you remember this one. The punishment was uh, watching a musical. Oh, I remember helping you come yep, up with the musical Because I watch. had a list of musicals that he had to watch because he hated musicals. And this, by the way... He asked for this specific punishment. Do you remember that? Yes. Because he wanted to learn about more musicals. I don't know why. I don't know his reasoning behind it. But he specifically said every time he breaks a rule, he needs to watch a musical. So I'm like, okay. So I had this list of musicals ready to go. He broke a rule. I'm pretty sure he did it on purpose. And I said, your assignment is to watch this musical tonight. I think it was right when COVID started, by the way, because they had that kind of time. Yeah. Okay. 
So that's what happened. And then he didn't watch the musical. So I signed another one as a punishment. And the cycle continued. I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? Like, you're not doing it. There's no, there's no you reason. You just want to be forced to watch the musical. And, but like, I, it was a long distance online thing. So there wasn't a way I could like sit him down in a chair and make him watch the musical. So there, it was useless. I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, it's, look, we, there's somebody for everybody, right? And one of the ways you like to be submissive may not work with the way somebody likes to dominate. And that's fine. I had an instance with my sub where they were assigned. And this was done again. I'm go back and say, I asked them what their goals were and we created tasks to accomplish those goals. And one of the things they wanted to do was learn more about the lifestyle. They were new. So I assigned tasks that were research this and do a writing for me and report back to me about this particular kink or book or whatever, mm-hmm. right? I assigned them something to, I assigned them, I believe, to read a book. It was a book report they had to do. Basically. Mm-hmm. And they had a week to do it. And again, we negotiated that week. It's not like I came up, I just said, hey, you have a week to do. I said, based upon what's going on in your life, what do you, what do you have, how long do you have to do it? And she procrastinated and procrastinated and it was due on Friday. She had a full week to do this. It was assigned on Saturday. She had till the following Friday to accomplish it. She procrastinated. She didn't do it. She didn't do it. She didn't do it. Then Thursday, a family emergency happened, which took up her time. And so Friday came along and she didn't tell me that this family emergency, I didn't even know about the family emergency. On Friday, I said, where's your assignment? Which bothered me already because I felt like I shouldn't have had to say to her, where's your assignment? Mm -hmm. I was expecting her to say, it's Friday, my assignment is due, here it is. That's how I submit. And it's what I like. I don't want to have to be your police. Right. You know when it's done. You're a fucking ass adult. Do it in the time frame. I said, where is it? Well, I didn't get a chance to do it because of this family emergency. And she thought that I would say, oh, okay, because we had made it a rule. Family comes first. Right. Always. And that that's a general rule that a lot of people do. Right. Especially she's a mother. So children come first. In this instance, though, I did not find that acceptable because she'd had the whole fucking week. If she'd even said to me, I got 75% of it done. Here's the 75%. I couldn't complete the 25% because of the family emergency. That would have been acceptable to me. But she'd gotten zero done because she was waiting to the last minute to do it. And then the family emergency prevented her from doing it. That to me was a failure of the task. So you pr- you punished the procrastination, not necessarily the failure of the task. I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand, but it's the procrastination that pissed you off. Well, right. Because in my head, it meant you are not taking this as seriously as I'm taking this. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't the first time. I'll also say that this wasn't the first time. And it wasn't like I gave her this horrible, horrible punishment. She had corner time where I wanted her to think about how this went wrong and what can we do for the next time. So I thought that the punishment fit the crime. It wasn't a terrible punishment because it wasn't a terrible crime, right? I wanted her to think about the fact, two things, the procrastination, but the communication. The communication of 
you can't tell me on Friday when your assignment is due that I couldn't do it because when I, you know, I asked for it, you say, oh, I couldn't do it because of X, Y, Z. I expect you to reach out to me on Thursday and say, hey, couldn't finish the assignment because this emergency is happening. As I said, my, my dominant is a caregiver. It is very much a, a mommy type role, just I don't want to be called mommy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that is how I dominate. I had another similar instance with a male submissive that we were, that was under consideration. And again, we sat down. What do you, what do you want to accomplish with this? I want to learn. I'm new. Great. Okay. Let's start with reading this book. I think this would be a real, I think it was the new, the new bottoming book, mm-hmm. which if you haven't read, it's a great book. And he said, okay, perfect. I said, all right, let's do each chapter you have to read. And prepare a five paragraph report to me on what, what about like that a summary. chapter? Yeah. yeah, summary. What you learned, all of that. He said, great. Okay. That's great. I said, okay, let's start with chapter one. How long do you need to accomplish this? And we sat down figuring out based upon his work schedule at the time. This is pre COVID. So we had to travel for work and he came up with the date. It would be due by not me. He came up with the date because I don't know his schedule. I don't know how long it takes him to read. I don't know how easy it is for him to comprehend what he read and write a report. So he came up with the due date. And I said, okay. And let me tell you, it was a very generous. I think I, he had three weeks to read one chapter and write me a five paragraph summary. And the only reason I accepted that was because, again, I knew he was going to be traveling for business. Yeah. And one of the things you negotiate is, again, just like family comes first, work probably comes right, first. Exactly. Too. That's that's actually one of the things Daddy and I negotiated. Work comes first before our journey, dynamic. Yeah, it has to be. So what happened is, is he didn't complete it. Mm-hmm. Now, in that case, because it was an under consideration. And when I said to him, where is it? And he came back to me with the excuses and this and that. I said, you know what? This isn't going to work between us. And it doesn't mean that he wouldn't work well for another dominant who has a different view of the dynamic. But I, when I take on a submissive, I'm serious and I'm going to give it my all and I'm going to make it a priority in my life. And I want the submissive to feel the same way. And it all comes down to communication. Had he reached out to me after the first week and said, hey, listen, Three weeks is not going to work for me. I've got this emergency going on at work. It is taking up way more of my time. I'm working 12-hour days. And when I come home, I collapse. And the last thing I want to do is read anything. We could have worked this out. It's not that I'm so stick in the mud that it has to be this way. What I am a stick in the mud about is communication. Yes. Because if you can't communicate with me about something as unimportant as a stupid book report where there's no skin in the game. Can I trust that you're going to communicate with me about your pain levels, what you like and what you don't like in a scene? I mean, he obviously was agreeing to this because he knew I wanted it. And that's not what I want because it will lead to other problem areas. So that's what it is. And I also, I don't believe in punishment. I know a lot of people that would disagree with you on that. Quite a, quite a few of our circle enjoys punishment and they don't actually have punishments. They have punishment time. Here's why I, I don't believe in the term punishment. To me, there's punishment and there's fun. And if part of your game is, oh, you better do this. Oh, you're not doing this. Spank, spank, spank. 
To me, that's fun. That's not a punishment. I think that just comes from most people think of spanking as a punishment because that's how a lot of us were raised. You don't do something right, you get a spank. I wasn't spanked as a child. Maybe that's why I yearn for it now. (laughs) I wasn't either, and I still don't yearn for it ever. (laughs) But uh, that's just like, you know, culturally speaking, you get spanked when you're a kid, right, for doing something wrong. But or hit with a wooden spoon or a chancla or a belt or switch or whatever area of the world that you come from. These are different things that you get hit with. So, you know, kinksters getting hit with a switch or a cane or a belt, which is, you know, to me translates into a flogger. You know, I I just the psychology behind it still kind of I'm not saying it. I just prefer (laughs) for me, I will go to somebody and say, Hey, I'm mentally struggling. I need I need a beat down. I don't believe in acting out to get that beat down. I want to just point blank say, help, I need it. See, and my little will go and throw like a tantrum. Maybe that's why I don't like the whole concept of punishment. It reminds me of a toddler who's throwing a tantrum to get attention. And when that happens, I ignore it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to give you the attention you want. I do that when I have a bad day at work. I come home and I throw a minor tantrum and daddy's like, okay, what do you need? Yeah. See, I would be like, daddy room, I don't want to, I don't deal with it. If you need something, you ask for it and I'm happy to give it to you. Little, but we're not playing this game. Little goes nonverbal. I've actually done that several times. My little will a lot of times go nonverbal and can't communicate. Like when I get so mad that I'm just crying and I can't talk, the little side of me takes over and he has to like, daddy has to basically guess. You had a bad day at work. Mm. Yeah, that's why I don't I, I don't take on littles. Right. That, that, and this is what I come down to, where it comes down to, this is why you have to negotiate all of this. Because where your daddy is like, fine, I'm willing to do that. That works for me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be. And that's why negotiations are so fucking important, even in something like punishments and behavior modification, because you have to talk it out. I will say he's gotten very, very good at translating. <laughs> well, he, he's going to get even better as time goes by, and he's got more experience. Yeah. And he rec- and he can interpret your grunts. He does. He's gotten very good at that. Sometimes he can't, and I have to, like, spell it out for him. Um, but most of the time, so, like, is yes, but also is angry. So, like, it's, re- I don't even know half the time. I just kind of, like, make a noise, and he has to guess. Now, I know you've been on the other side of things. Yep. Don't like it. (laughs) How do you go about dealing with punishment with your submissives that you've had? So one of them in particular, I have told him or when we were together and even when we're not together, um, because we're still friends, I told him I don't play with brats. I don't like sass. If you want something, don't sass me about it. That's not going to earn you anything. And he's like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, you've seen him do it. And I'll just look at him and be like, don't you sass me. I'm not playing that game. But do you believe in punishments? Have you incorporated punishments into your dynamic? Every once in a while, yes, if they want it. But I'm not I'm not really a punishment person. I'm, I'm more likely to just be like, no, do it. If you don't do it, okay, fine. That's your choice. I'm, I, I guess it's more of the I will be disappointed in you thing, mm-hmm. which really hits harder. So you want them to do it because they don't want you to be upset with them more so than they think there's a consequence, a, a different consequence, because obviously that is a I, consequence. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I've done 
I've done it. So like I've done an entire scene where it's supposed to be a punishment, but it wasn't a punishment because it was the scene. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to explain. But as the dominant, I don't play that game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm similar in the sense of I want I don't want you to do things because I force you to do them that yeah. some some dominants are into that and some submissives are into that. The whole make me. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm I, I, I'm too tired to make you <laughs> do it. Don't do it. No skin off my back. If you don't do it, then we're probably not going to be in a dynamic because we want different things. I think I did with my little. Um, I did have a little for for a bit. And I think it was no story time that night or something like that um, was one of the punishments. You yeah. did not like that. See, as a parent, I've done that shit with my kids. I don't want to do that with my submissives. <laughs> it It's just, it reminds me, I don't want to be somebody's mommy. Yeah, and I get that. I don't mind taking care of them because that's who and what I am. I mean, even with my friends, I'm a caregiver. I'm a nurturer. It's what I do. But I, I'm, I'm not somebody's, it's why I don't want to be called mommy in a dynamic. It's why I don't want to have a little. I just, I don't mind somebody bratting out during scenes because that's fun and my dominant is a big fucking brat so if you're gonna brat good i'm gonna out brat you just <laughs> try and but that's fine for a scene but a dynamic i don't know so now that we've yip yip yapped for a lot let's actually throw out some ideas for punishments and rewards all right so one idea for punishments is edging and orgasm denial you notice how i said and Mm-hmm. Because Rara likes the and. I do like the and. Well, and let me tell you, somebody who's had that, both as a punishment and as a reward, <laughs> that's fun. Because or- orgasm denial is one thing, but then making them edge and still not have an orgasm, mm. now we're talking my sadistic side. So weirdly enough, like, I love edging. I do it to myself all the time. Orgasm denial, though, hell no. Once I'm in that zone, you turn it off on purpose, I'll cut you. See, I used to do that. Okay, with, not cut, but I'll sure as yeah. hell throw a punch. I used to do that with Voldemort. And this was actually my idea, is that I was not allowed an orgasm 10 days to two weeks before I would see him. So that when I'd see him, I, we were really horny. And I remember the first time I came to visit him here in the D.C. area, we didn't even make it from the airport all the way home. We stopped in a in a vacant because I took a night flight, so we I landed at like mid, mid eleven o'clock midnight, whatever, and we stopped in a vacated parking lot and just fucked in the parking lot because <laughs> it'd been two weeks. I was horny. I, you know, something really funny. I just realized that um, one of my rules for daddy is that his orgasms belong to me, so he can't masturbate, not without permission. But here's the thing: I fucking break that rule for him all the time by requesting him to do so and then telling me about what he watched. Okay, but that is for you then. It, it you're not, that's not breaking the rule because you control his orgasms, so his orgasms are for you. You get to decide whether his orgasms are with you or by himself. But because he's got to do it when you tell him and tell you about it, they're still for you. Yeah, every once in a while I'll come into his office and there's like porn playing, and I'm like. Did you finish? And he goes, nope. So I think he kind of likes the idea of having, you know, a little bit of edging too. And he'll do it to himself a little bit because, and I said that because I, even if it's like a couple of days in between, I want 
I want to know. So like, yeah, his orgasms belong to me. And I don't think we've, okay, well, in that case, yeah, we've never broken that. Because I'll specifically request, because, you know, that's part of the voyeurism thing. Mm -hmm. Tell me your fantasy. Tell me what you were thinking when you were masturbating. I fucking love that. Yeah, I guess in that case, haven't broken that. That's, (laughs) uh, that's kind of funny. There you go. Another idea for punishment is you could make them, if this is something they're not necessarily into, um, wear a butt plug while they're doing household chores or <laughs> or wear a butt plug when you go out in public. There's something very naughty about knowing you're plugged in the ass when you're out in public that nobody else knows. Um, send them out to run errands without underwear on. Nope. Not for me. I'm in, me. No, I'm into humiliation, but that's just, I can't. I don't even view that as humiliation. But you I know. know, but you do that naturally all the time. I don't. That's true. So like, it's again, something that you're comfortable with. I'm not. And there's other things that I'll be more comfortable with and you're not. Yeah. That's um, why you have to negotiate and talk about things. I don't like this one. Okay. Have Sorry. them take a cold shower. <gasps> <gasps> See, that would be a punishment then. Making making your little go to sleep without toasty feeties. <gasps> that would be that would be mean. That's the whole so point. Mean. Um, restrain and tickle them if they are not big tickle fans. Mm-hmm. And you got to be careful with that because sometimes it, it can cross a line. So just be careful. Mm-hmm. For me, that would. I'm not ticklish, so that would really make them nuts. I'm very, very ticklish on the bottom. Anywhere but the bottoms of my feet. So you could probably tickle punish me by just doing one little thing up over my the arch of my foot, and that's enough. You go <laughs> further than that, I'm like, nope, kick you in the face. <laughs> What about standing in a corner for, you know, corner time, like you said? And there's different things you can do with it corner time, uh, depending upon how sadistic you feel like being. I've heard of people who take quarters and stack them, and you have to then hold the quarters to to the wall with your nose. I've seen that. And let's say you set them, they have to do that for five minutes. If they drop it, the five minutes start over. Yep. There's spanking and making them count the spanks. And if they lose count, it starts again. That, or that could also be a reward, depending upon if they're masochists oh, yes, like of me. Course. Right? <laughs> for some people, use them as human furniture, a footstool or a table, for example. And again, that's not a punishment to me. Ooh, forbid them from touching themselves until you grant permission. So you can't even touch yourself. Forget edging. You cannot touch themselves. How about making them kneel on uncooked rice? That is, I've heard that's horrible. I've not done that yet. I, that, would be an, that would be a hell to the fuck no for me. I can't even kneel without being on a pillow. There is this idea that I want to steal, and I'm going to give credit to the person who told me about it, and this is Miss Cinnamon J. She gets small Lego kits. <gasps> she makes them put the kit together, and then they have to kneel on it. And the process of as they're putting it together, they know they're going to have to be kneeling on it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say they break the Lego kit and make them do it again. That would make me cry. See, punishments are different for everybody. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. There's writing an essay. Uh-huh. Now, see, the funny thing about that is I was once told, I asked somebody, what would you do to punish me? And he was he was like, well, clearly I can't have you write an essay because you like writing. Yeah. See, but- for me, that would be... A total punishment. No, not for me. Would never be a punishment Especially for if me. I have to handwrite it versus typing it up on my computer. Dear God, give me a fountain pen and I'm going to be like writing for days. However, he said I would give you a pen that was running out of ink. That is sadistic. I thought that was genius. Genius. Along with that, 
one of, as far as I'm concerned, the most horrific <laughs> punishments known to mankind. And I know I'm not the only one who feels <laughs> this way. The goddamn fucking lines. That would not be a punishment to I me. Had I'd be practicing my handwriting and doing loopy loops and curls. No, I've had to do that twice. <laughs> Hated them both times. The second time I did it, he was very specific. And it had to be six pages, front and back. And they had to be legible. So it wasn't, because you know, when you start writing, right? If you're doing the same thing over and over, your handwriting's getting crappier and crappier as you get down. Most people's, maybe not yours. But this one, you had, it was, had, and it was something like, I will not disrespect my dominant. Mm-hmm. It was, oh my God. Do you lines. know what I'd end up doing? I would, <laughs> so I have a collection of fountain pens and ink. I would probably fill up every single fountain pen and do each line in a different color. Ugh. I have glitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about making them wear a gag for however long a time? That would be a punishment for you. I w- that is not a punishment I would accept. Gags are a hard limit for me, so I would not accept that punishment. And it wouldn't be a punishment for me because I think they're nice. Right. But for some people, they would be. I mean, that's why you have to talk because you have to find what is a punishment for your submissive. Because as we've just proven, some things I would view as a reward while Dara would view as a punishment and mm-hmm. vice versa. Yep. All right. So speaking of rewards, let's talk about This is about the best them, part. Right? So when it comes to rewards, you have to understand it is highly individual specific. So what I view as a reward, a beatdown, Dara would not. That would be like red punishment. You can't do that. Right? And as much as I love stuffies and have them, most of the time I would not find getting a new stuffy a reward. I would. I have enough stuffies. I don't even know where I'd put the next one. Oh, my God. I have I have more room for stuffies, 100%. Yeah. My dog and I fight over our stuffies. I have, fa- I have four that are allowed to be in my bed, and even those... I have five that are allowed to be in my bed, but only one actually sleeps with me at a time. The other four sit above looking down, and then the rest go on a dresser onto the side. I literally have stuffies that I've had since I was two. Right. So... Yeah, no... That's, yeah, I, I love them. Mm-hmm. All right. So you, the reward has to be something you know that they like. We've, we've, we've covered that. They have to like it or it's not a reward. Mm-hmm. Remember when I said they should probably pick their own sticker? Yeah. They'll work harder for it if they like it. Yeah. For me, I would love a reward. I, I can get a pedicure. That Ooh, would be a great a nice reward. One. Manicure, taken out to their favorite restaurant. Maybe you cook their favorite meal. Get them their favorite candy. Yes. Massages. Oh, mm, very nice. I like those. All right. So we've thrown out some ideas of punishments and rewards. But again, I really just want to end on the important part, which is it needs to be negotiated. And it needs to be negotiated before you start the dynamic. And constantly, because let's say you negotiate a rule at the beginning of the dynamic you may find a week, two weeks, a month into the dynamic, the rule's not working. And you have to renegotiate whether you change the rule or get rid of it. Hell, three years later, you could still change it. Right, because life changes. Maybe when you started this rule, you were a couple, you weren't married, you didn't have kids. Now, three years later, you're married, you have kids. You've got to change rules because the kids fuck things up. Yep, they do that. Yeah, (laughs) they cock block. (laughs) Kids cock block, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So our point is negotiate every aspect of a punishment, of a reward, 
All of it. And again, Conversation is key. Right. And remember, you don't have to do punishments or rewards or rules in your dynamic and you're still valid. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast and check out our pink kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.